the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. It's pretty rare uh, in the regular season, and, and especially this early in the year for a particular sport that number one goes up against number two, but we have exactly that on Saturday, and it's an early tip for those west of the Continental Divide between the Gonzaga Bulldogs and the Baylor Bears. Baylor number two in the country, and Gonzaga, the top tacos currently in Hoopsland at the collegiate level, and this is going to be a colossal matchup. We've been promoting it all week. DraftKings is a special promotion going on right now, and we're going to give you some more details on that. But, Lundy, uh, I'm going to give you a pick on that game, and then just kind of wet your whistle. I'm going to give you a pick tonight and a battle for the Badger State between Marquette and the Wisconsin Badgers. A pretty fierce rivalry there that a lot of people uh, don't really know about. Kind of flies under the radar. But let's start off with Baylor-Gonzaga at DK Sports. But currently, the Zags are laying three and a half. And you know what? I'm taking the Bears. I think this is too many points. I I think the Zags are going to win this game straight up. They have incredible talent at every single position. They have immense depth. I think pound for pound, they are the best team in the country. Very impressive in their blowout win against Kansas. A week ago, uh, but you look at Baylor. Baylor can really get after it on the glass. We saw that against Illinois. They're number three in offensive rebounding percentage, inside the top 50 in defensive rebounding percentage, and they can really stroke it, especially Flagler from outside, netting 47.3% from downtown, top eight in offensive and defensive efficiency. The Zags, they love to pack the paint, and the most of their production comes inside the arc, 67.4% of their buckets from two. They are only shooting 29.1% from outside, really outside of Corey Kispert. They don't have anybody reliable along the perimeter. And they're number 172 in three-point percentage D. And it's that last stat right there where I think Baylor can take advantage because they have just a plethora of sharp shooters. So give me Baylor plus a three and a half. I think old Captain Hook, Yar, is going to come into play. What do you think about that one? Brad, I like that pick, man. This is I'm so stoked about the idea of one versus two this early because we've said this before. In college basketball, you can do this, right? Like in college football, everybody would run for the hills if a game like this happened early in the year. But for hoops, you want these kind of matchups early because it doesn't affect what happens to you in the tournament other than maybe some seeding. You know you're going to be there. So why not challenge your players early? I'm, I'm loving this matchup. I'm also loving the fact that I can wake up tomorrow morning and – and I can grab my coffee with or without some adult liqueur added to it. <laughs> and I can park myself on the couch and I can enjoy some phenomenal college basketball to kick off my weekend. Yeah, why not? Let's just start drinking at like 5 a.m. Uh, that's pregame for this sucker and be done that with it. That sounds like Tuesday, man. Come well, on. You know, well, any day. normal day. Any day right now. And then bonus time. I'm taking the under 137 in Wisconsin and Marquette. Um, you know, both these teams are playing at a pretty brisk pace by their own standards. But Marquette, you know, turns the ball over too often this year, 23.5% of the time. Uh, but I think because the defensive prowess of each of these squads, both allowing under 0.89 points per possession, I think it's going to be nip and tuck. And I think it's going to be in the low 60s, maybe mid-60s there in the end. And look, if you want to get on that battle of the Badger State or the clash of the Titans, number one and number two, do so right now. 
at DraftKings Sportsbook. You got to download America's top-rated sportsbook app to get in on these can't-miss offers. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all college basketball fans who sign up now the chance to win $100 when betting on either Gonzaga or Baylor to win this Battle of Behemoths. Plus, you'll get a deposit bonus up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code F. T-N. Here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up uh, for your shot to turn $1 into $100 when betting on either Gonzaga or Baylor to win. Again, I think the Zags are going to win, but Baylor's going to keep this sucker close. That's right. $1 to win $100. Use promo code FTN during sign-up to take advantage of these great offers for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25x playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's get to Friday's Fade 5. Number five. All right. We love the props, baby. Props, props, and more props. Let's go ahead and start digging in on those for the week 13 main NFL slate. And let's start off uh, with a line tied to one Jonathan Taylor here, Lundy. 48 and a half rush yards against Houston. You know where I'm going here. Da 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 da. Break out the sledgehammer. Over. All diggity day long. He's off the COVID list. I think he's going to get back to the lion's share of the touches that he had against the Green Bay Packers a couple of weeks ago. That was a breakout affair uh, for the rookie out of Wisconsin. In that game, 22 carries for 90 yards on the ground and a very impressive and really vintage for what we saw the collegiate gridiron. 3.41 yak per attempt. You look at Houston, they are positively putrid, P-U, in terms of defending the run, 5.24 yards per carry allowed, 185.7 total yards per game allowed, 15 combined touchdowns that give up a boatload of receptions and receiving yards, tons of dudes have gone over this total with relative ease, I think this is going to be a sweatless wager as Jonathan Taylor, yeah, it's Frank Reich, yeah, he loves the RBBC, but I think they're going to lean on the rookie's fresh legs in this one and just pummel the Houston Texans into oblivion. So, fade or follow my over 48 and a half rush yards for JTT. I'm going to go with the follow on this one. I do think that he will get past this with relative ease. You do have to question <clears throat> Mr. Reich uh, with your running back by committee because you obviously have Himes in there. You also have uh, Wilkins in the mix as well. But given how generous this holiday season Houston has been to running backs, especially on the ground, you got to believe that Taylor will get up and over this number. Even in a three-headed monster RBBC, I will follow. Taylor gets up maybe to 65 with this one does it with ease and you're cashing a ticket saddle up the colt number four all right let's go down to the desert and talk a little arizona and the la rams and kyler murray is sitting at 252.5 pass yards and i'm taking the under here lundy uh he did practice in full this week has been dealing with that dinged wing but i still think he's not quite a hundred percent in the last three games he has looked mortal uh you know by comparison earlier this season he was lighting the world on fire in the box score but these last three turns just 228 pass yards per game only three passing touchdowns a pretty good advance analytics despite the downturn in production uh qb 13 adjust completion percentage during that stretch at a 114.6 deep ball passer rating but this is Jalen Ramsey. This is the stingiest 
this. This is the stoutest secondary in the league. 6.2 YPA allowed. 223.5 pass yards per game allowed. Only 11 passing touchdowns at 11 games this season. Four quarterbacks have gone over this number. But I think the Doc's under the desert's not going to earn his bacon strips in this one, Lundy. I think he's probably in the 235 to 240 range and tucks comfortably under the proposed 252 pass yards threshold. Fade or follow. You're actually being more generous than I am, my man. I think I've got him at 225 to 230 at mm-hmm. low number here in this one. I just think L.A. is going to is gonna shut him down. This Rams defense is playing so well. Uh, you talked about Ramsey, but obviously, you know, they have just been shutting down quarterbacks from a fantasy perspective, giving up the fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks all season long amongst all 32 teams. And I think they're going to cause Kyler Murray some issues. And then you add into that the bum wing that he's dealing with right now. And I think those two things spell trouble for this number. I would definitely take the under. Kyler gets KO. Number three. All right, it's time for MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Monkey Knife Fight player prop of the day. Of course, presented by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Go there now. Sign up with the promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. And when you do as a new user, you get a free $5 game in the house. It's just you against the house. Over or under on all your favorite player props that are out there, including fantasy points as well. Sign up against other you know DFS sites that have nothing but lineup accumulators who are playing thousands of dollars every single time they go out there on the slate. It's just you against Monkey Knife Fight. Again, use that promo code FTN. And when you sign up again, you get that free $5 game of the house. Stuff some greenbacks in your pocket this holiday season at monkeyknifefight.com. And let's stick uh, with that matchup. And in the main flame of one Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. Six and a half receptions is the line. And I am taking the under here for many of the uh, same reasons why I'm down on Kyler Murray. I am not so high on DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Jalen Ramsey specifically this season giving up just a 71.7 passer rating. 0.50 yards per snap. A 51 point two catch percentage. D Hop has been under this total in three of his last five and only four wide receivers this season have hit seven receptions against the Rammies. Debo Samuel did it last week. Antonio Brown did it a couple of weeks ago. Chris Godwin as well in that same game for the Buccaneers. And your boy Amari Cooper uh, way back early on in the season. I know Hopkins is luring 9.4 targets per game. He's averaging above this proposed threshold at seven receptions per game. But Ramsey is going to break out the vice and squeeze D-Hop and limit him to probably four to five receptions in this one. He's just that good of a shutdown corner. Fade or follow my under DeAndre Hopkins, six and a half catches. I'm going to follow this one, Brad. You talked about what he's averaging on the year, but let's be honest, it's been it, that's been skewed by what happened at the very beginning of the year. If you remember, he went over this total in four straight to start off the season, including that 14-catch affair to kick off the yeah. season against the Niners. So the problem is what he's been averaging this season is extremely skewed by what happened in the first four weeks. You brought up the fact that he hasn't done it very often since, and in fact, he's only done it twice in the last seven games. So to me, you combine it with what we were just talking about with Kyler Murray uh, probably having a down game and you add in Jalen Ramsey with DeAndre Hopkins who obviously had his own problems uh, last week with uh, Stephon Gilmore only getting 60 yards so I, I just I, he's he's below that number he's been below that number recently and I think unfortunately this is the matchup it's going to happen again this by the way Brad because of how the schedule worked out this is the first time these two teams have played this crazy year. yeah uh, because the second matchup for the NFC West won't happen until week 17 so uh, this is a big opportunity 
opportunity for Arizona to try to make a statement, but I don't think it's going to happen. This Rams defense is going to shut them down. Yeah, hop on the under. Number two. All right, let's go to Atlanta and talk about the New Orleans Saints and the Atlanta Falcons who just played a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and what will Alvin Kamara do in the rematch? Well, I am taking the under on 83.5 total yards. And this is all the Taysom Hill factor. A silent assassin, a guy that's dragging down Kamara's value because he refuses to throw to him. He's got one catch in his last couple of games. Now, I think he's going to be more of a point of emphasis in the pass game this time around as Atlanta's given up 5.4 receptions per contest. But again, two weeks ago, again, with Taysom under center, uh, Alvin Kamara just had 45 total yards. Zero receptions. That was on 13 rushes. Did find the end zone. He's been out of this number in three of his last four. Typically, he runs 22.2 routes per game, but he's only got 23 in total these last two outings. Again, because of Hill and this conservative RPO-style offense that Sean Payton is running through his jack-of-all-trades. So, uh, you know, put it all together. Also add in the fact that Atlanta has shown considerable improvement in the trenches, giving up now in the season just 3.57 yards per carry and 102 total yards per game in the running back position. And I don't see Alvin Kamara getting anywhere close to even 80 combined yards in this one. Uh, expect another down week for a player a lot of fantasy fans out there have on a high pedestal. Fade or follow my under 83.5 total yards for Alvin Kamara. I hate following you this much, but the man crush that is Taysom Hill in New Orleans has me a little bit concerned. I mean, th there's just been too much of a trend here. I do think that they've got to find a way to get Kamara involved in terms of catching the ball out of the backfield. But at this point, uh, you know, you get into those short yardage situations, you get into, uh, you know, second and five, third and four, those kinds of situations where normally a nice little dump off to Kamara means we're moving the chains. The problem you've got right now is that Taysom Hill is going to tuck it and run. Uh, that's just his, <laughs> yeah. his gut in instinct is to do that it's not to go find his open tight end or uh, the best back in the league in Alvin Kamara he's he just won't do it he's going to tuck it and run it himself and that spells trouble for Kamara until Drew Brees can get back so until the man crush is no longer under center I can't trust it I gotta I gotta follow you and take the under yeah more center than Saints for Alvin Kamara this weekend. Number one. Last and certainly not least, let's talk about a guy who may be one of the frontrunners for NFL MVP, the football Frankenstein himself. Oh, Derrick Henry of the Tennessee Titans. No, I'm not talking about touchdowns. No, I'm not talking about rush yards. We're talking about receiving yards. Yes. With Derrick Henry, a guy that's caught, what, 14 balls all year? Uh, I'm taking the over on 6.5 receiving yards. Very low threshold, and here's the reason why. Mike Vrabel came out earlier this week and said, we need to get Derrick Henry more involved in the pass game, especially in the screen game. And when we've seen him involved in the screen game and they get him the ball in the open field, he can be lethal. In fact, he was quite lethal last year against the opponent he's facing this week in the Cleveland Browns. He had one catch for 75 yards, and that, of course, wound up in the end zone for six against the Brownies a season ago. I don't think he's going to be able to duplicate that extraordinary feat, but one catch, he could easily get seven yards out of it uh, as Cleveland's given up 4.7 receptions per game. 37.9 receiving yards per game. 14 rushers have hit at least seven receiving yards against this defensive unit this season. And Henry has averaged 12.6 
routes run per game. So uh, I'm going to you know follow into the coach uh, coach speak here. Hopefully it's not going to burn me, but I do believe that Derrick Henry is going to have a catch or two and get to maybe 10 or 11 receiving yards in the end. Fade or follow my very fun Derrick Henry over six and a half receiving yards. You know what it's uh, when you've been at the bar with your friends for a little while and you're kind of looking down like I should probably go ahead and get an Uber and somebody <laughs> says uh, we're going to get another round and you go. Yeah, okay. That's kind of yep. where I'm at with this yep. bet with you, man. I'm like, yeah, okay. And the reason why is because it is such a low number. I mean, you're basically looking for one catch out of Derrick Henry. That's essentially what you're the, – the, the, the equivalent of this one, in my opinion, would be if the over-under receptions total was .5. You know, like, is he going to get a catch or is he not going to get a catch because this yardage total is so low. So because of that, it's late night at the bar, my man. They're getting ready to do last call. Eh, okay, I'll follow. <laughs> All right, yeah, twist my arm. I'll have another <laughs> beverage. Hey, a bonus time. Uh, I'm taking Mitchell Trubisky over one and a half passing touchdowns. Minus 112 juice right now against Detroit because he only plays well against one team in his NFL career, and it's always Detroit. So he's there you four, go. He's 4-0 and against the Lions. Uh, he loves the Lions, man. I'm telling you, it's going to be a, like probably a TD hat trick this weekend. So if they do offer something on the over 2.5 at like plus 175, 180, take the money and run. I believe in Mitch. What could possibly go wrong? And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Follow me, at Noise Juevos. Uh, drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com. For all of your sports betting and fantasy sports content needs, use that promo code EVANS, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off your subscription today. And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.